everyone. I wanted to hop on and say hello before we get into the podcast today to talk to you about an amazing conference that is coming up that I am a part of. It's called Empowered Women Rise Conference here in Southern California, November 3rd. It is going to be a full day of inspiration that empowers, educates, and connects like-minded women, helping them to realize their full potential and rise up to new heights in their life, both professionally and personally. And I'm super excited to be one of the keynote speakers amongst other fabulous experts. And I will be talking to you about how to build your confidence and charisma, of course, to attract the career success and love you deserve. And so if you want to join us, click the link in the show description and get your tickets now. I would love to meet some of you. Now back to the show. This is the Charisma Quotient. I'm your host, Kim Seltzer, a dating and makeover expert, where I will help you build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. So I was thinking the other day, now just hear me out, okay? We are exactly like cars when we don't have enough gas in the tank. Now, I I actually had to look this up. Yes, you are on the Charisma Quotient. This is not a mechanic show because I know nothing about cars, like full disclosure. (laughs) But just hear me out for a second because it's all going to make sense based on what we're talking about today. If you constantly run out of fuel, this is interesting, your car fuel pump gets jammed. Okay, and then I guess the air sucks out from the fuel tank and, and the fuel lines will become affected a lot and the engine will literally just shut down. It runs out. And if you keep doing it, there's going to be a lot of damage to the car. So until you put gas in it, your car will not start, it will not run, and it will not drive. It literally shuts down. So that's why we're all careful, right? Like most of us, we're gauging that, you know, it's so important to constantly check and see how much you've used. You, you open the fuel fill pipe. Aren't you impressed that I know I had to look this up? That's that hole that you put the gas in. Okay. Just bear with me. This will all make sense. Um, And you have to fill up the tank on a consistent basis and listen to your vehicle's warning systems. So folks, we are like cars, essentially. If you are not opening your fuel pipe, right, and allowing the fuel to come in, taking care of yourself, or going a mile a minute, like full speed ahead on no, on no gas, and you're not even checking your warning signs, you're going to shut down. And in fact, there is a psychological explanation for this as people, Okay. When you shut down, it's actually in response to feeling depressed. And the depression actually, you know, when it comes to the shutdown, it's in situations that are chronic. You know, either they're chronically dangerous, they can be humiliating. Um, You may actually experience repeated failures in things that you're trying to accomplish. So you start something, you do things over and over again, and in your mind, you're failing. So that means you're on your way to shutting down. So in a way, a person's car fuel pump gets jammed, right? And then it starts sucking air from your fuel tank and it can create damage. So over time, shutting down, think about it 
is way easier than to keep letting fuel in. Now, if I've lost you with this whole car analogy, then it's gonna make sense when I tell you about a client I recently worked with. Now, she, um, she's in her 40s, and when she first came to me, she had very little fuel in the tank. She was running a mile a minute and was on almost empty. So what this looked like when I, you know, was talking to her and how she was describing her life, she was burying herself in work. She was a lawyer and she was just a go-getter, right? She was going, 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 going. She had very few close friends and all of her conversations when she would talk to people were superficial. And mind you, she had not dated at all. Like men were just almost foreigners to her. And she didn't realize it, but she was shutting out everyone everyone in fear of getting close and on the verge of shutting down herself. Now, this, of course, had a lot to do with her upbringing where she was not allowed to feel or allowed to express herself. She never learned that skill. And she was given the role as the smart one in the family. She was not the pretty one. And her family constantly reminded her of that. So they would tell her, you know, you're going to be so lucky if you find a man or even have them find you attractive. So that was the story that she was playing out over and over again, right? And until I got my hands on her, she was going down that rabbit hole. So we started working together. And of course, starting from the outside, we worked on her image and more importantly, really building her social and communication skills. Because it was so important, so important, finding her voice. And slowly, she began to fill her tank, which fueled a new sexy confidence. And by the end, she was wearing those dresses, okay? People were calling her pretty for the first time. But what was so beautiful to watch is that she was making deeper connections with people. She even changed her career. She moved and it was all in exchange for happiness. And oh yeah, she even started interacting with men. She put up a profile even, something she never thought in a million years she would do. But she found her voice. She paid attention to the warning signs and now constantly is open to filling her tank without shutting down or shutting out people around her. So on today's call, I have a caller who struggles with this kind of intermittent shutting down thing that's going on. Her car, I think, you know, runs really, really at a high speed and she goes full speed ahead and then suddenly will shut down. So I am hoping I can help her open up her fuel pipe. Hi, Michelle. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Okay. Well, the first lesson is there's no such thing as good. My, my clients know this. There's no feeling that's good. So we're, we'll work on your, feel, <laughs> your feeling words, which is I know why you're calling in. Well, actually, why don't you introduce yourself? Because you and I just met. Um, I think we had one call together, right? So just yeah. give a little context to the audience, who you are, how old you are, and what I can help you with today. Yeah, so I am 28. I just turned 28 the other day. Um, oh, I happy work birthday. as thank you. I work as an occupational therapist in a hospital. Um, but what's unique about 
my job, I'm a travel occupational therapist, which means I take contracts about every three months and I take them in different locations. Mm. So every three months I'm moving from city to city. You're constantly moving. Yeah. And I think that was one of the things like that I remembered about our call is that you're constantly moving, not just with your job, but your energy as well. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, well, tell me what I can help you with today. What's on your mind with, you know, especially in context of what you and I talked about. Yeah. So I guess I've always had a difficult time maintaining relationships, not just with men, but with friendships, keeping them and getting beyond these superficial conversation. Hey, how's work going? What are you doing? Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then you had mentioned too, like you tend to shut down, like you'll shut down or you'll shut out people in your life. Like, what does that look like? And especially in relation to what you just said, because relationships are all about connection, right? So like, what is that for you? Um, instead of taking everything in, I might just be like, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. And not really processing whatever they're telling me or not really telling them everything that I'm feeling, not putting my, my feelings towards. Got it. Now, does this happens with both strangers and relationships or just like strangers? Um, I would say probably say strangers and relationships. Ah, do you want tell me, tell me more about that. Like, cause I, I, I seem to remember you're, you're in a relationship a situationship. I, I just heard that term. I think that's so brilliant. You're in a situationship right now, right? Yes. And um, tell me more about that and like how this shows up with this guy. So actually this one was fairly recent because we didn't talk about it. Um, this happened after we had our initial conversation. Oh, um, wow. oh. So on my birthday, my mom surprised me with a trip to Japan. So I'm leaving for Japan in less than 24 hours. Oh my gosh. So (laughs) I know. Again, running. (laughs) Running. (laughs) I hope you have enough fuel to get there. Yeah. Go ahead. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, So he has always been upset that he can't travel with me um, and go with me places because he can't afford to. Um, Mm -hmm. And so he got really upset that I'm experiencing things and continuing to do things even without him. And Uh so he got really upset with me on my birthday So we didn't really talk for the rest of the evening because I just was like, you know, it's my birthday. I don't feel like having this kind of energy around me. You can take a minute. I can take a minute. We'll get back together and talk about it later. Hmm. So we talked about it. He apologized. Um, And when he apologized, I said, okay, it's fine. And we've continued on. I haven't 
I guess I never really processed the way he reacted. And I didn't really tell him. I mean, I told him, I made it a goal to tell him what I was feeling. But it was almost, it almost just went like unacknowledged. Um, Hmm. But I took the time and I told him and I said, hey, I understand that you're upset. But it's really frustrating to me that you're upset because I was given a gift to go somewhere and experience something. Um, I was like, it's not fair that you're upset with me because of that. So I was trying to work on my communication after we had that initial conversation. Uh Um, And he, and he said, I know, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have reacted that way. And then that was, that was that. That was the end of that situation. Uh Uh-huh. What was your takeaway from that? Like, was that a, you know, was that a positive thing that came out of that by you expressing your feelings to him? Was it, you know, I think I was very proud of myself for being able to say, wait a minute, hold on. This is how I feel. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was proud of myself for doing that. As far as the situation goes, I'm like, this doesn't resolve anything. It kind of just, I feel like it maybe has just brushed things under the rug. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and it sounds like this is new for you. Like, like up until now, you have not expressed your feelings with different things that have gone on in the relationship? Right. Uh-huh. Right. Or this is where I've shut down and just been like, not shut down. Maybe it's, I've been okay shoving things under the rug, but I'm feeling like there's a lot of things under the rug. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I can communicate it, but then communicating to resolve the whole problem, I'm like, no, it's okay. Let's just deal with that later. Like, I don't want to deal with it. Ah, uh, I have a feel like I'm just visualizing. There is a huge mound under this rug. It must be ginormous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably. Like- I haven't looked under there. Yeah, I was going to say, like, it's almost like you just kind of hop over it, skip over it, like it's, like it's normal. Like, here you are living with this huge mound in front of you. Like, okay, just for a second, if we were mm-hmm. to lift the rug right now, and it, let's just peek for a second, what's, what's underneath there? What are you feeling? What are your thoughts, especially when it comes to this guy? Um, it's dusty. (laughs) Ah, yeah. I think, I think there's been a lot. We've been through a lot together. Um, and I would like to make it work, but I think, I think the big, maybe it's a rock, maybe the big rock that's under there is just waiting for him to finish school and to have his career so that he can afford to do things. I feel like maybe once that's done, things would get better. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. And so I'm going to circle back to that for a second, but I still want to know what's under the rug. You're still like skipping that. (laughs) 
you're still just like navigating through. Yeah, you just said there's a bunch of dust and there's a lot in there. And it's like, you still don't even want to like voice what's in there. But we got to clear that shit out, excuse my language. But you really, like, we have to get rid of that stuff. Like, what's in there? I want to know. Um, I guess just more feelings that I never really expressed or... Mm-hmm. Such as? Such as frustration from not being heard, not now being listened to. Yep. Um... I don't know what else I would use to describe it, but it's almost like I have these feelings of I want to continue. I want to continue traveling. That's why I worked so hard. I went to school straight from basically high school, college, grad school, never stopped. Um, uh. And so now this is, I feel like is my playtime and it's hard. I haven't expressed, but it's like hard having to wait. Right. Yet you're waiting. You're waiting. You're waiting. <laughs> yeah. You're waiting for him to make more money. You're waiting for the graduation. You're wait. Okay. Got it. You know what you just said? You're, you said, I'm not sure how to describe it, but I have, it's like, I have a lot of stuff to do. Like, I, I want to go fly. I want to go live. I, I, I have, I have like a lot to accomplish. So is, is some of the feelings under the rug a little bit, like, do you feel stifled? Like, like almost suffocated? Um, yeah, almost. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, it's almost like he's weighing you down. It's kind of like holding you back. Like, you want the freedom, and yet you're like, it's almost like a weight. Yes. It's there. It is. Yeah, that sounds about right. It's like a weight. I mean, I still go. I, I'm still going to go to Japan. I've still gone to Italy and Denver and Austin and all the places that I want to go. I make it happen. But every time... I've gone, it's always like we go through this cycle of, and he's admitted we'll go through a cycle of him being jealous. Oh, okay. And that's why he gets upset. Mm-hmm. How do you feel when you're away from him? Well, we're actually long distance, so I don't, I don't really see him very often. Mm-hmm. But when you go away, meaning, I guess, like, more mm-hmm. as a metaphor for you, like, like literally just going away, like Japan, you're just going, uh-huh. how does it feel to be away from him in that capacity? Um, I guess I never really thought about it being away because we'll still text mm-hmm. or call whenever we get the chance. Mm-hmm. Um, but I what I love about traveling is feeling like I'm in a new place mm-hmm. and no one really knows me. So I can kind of just be my own person and mm-hmm. figure out who that person is. You feel free. Yeah. Or new. I feel yeah. new. 
Yeah. That's the feeling. So I think I asked you this on the first call, but I think it's important to kind of circle back. Like what's been keeping you in this relationship? I think it's when it's not bad, when it's, when we're not going through those little arguments, Mm -hmm. it's good. He supports me. He asks me, when was the last time you smiled? Hmm. He just, you know, checks in. Um, We have fun when we go out, Mm -hmm. when we are, when we do get to see each other. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's, it's fun. It's different. He's very different from me in the sense that he's very outgoing, um, very social, easily builds relationships with anyone that he meets and can easily maintain those relationships. Mm-hmm. And so in a sense, that's an area where I really look up to him. Ah, oh, got it. Yeah, it's like kind of the yin and the yang. It's like complimentary yeah. to you and, and you feed off that energy and learn from him and that supports you. Okay, got it. Interesting. Okay, so going back to the rug, don't I, I have not forgot about the rug. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I know you want to forget about it, but it sounds like the biggest part that like, and, and I'm sure there's other feelings in there. And if we had more time, I, I would help you discover those feelings. But the, the, the overwhelming feeling is, it sounds like it's the frustration of not being heard or listened to. And you feel a little bit stifled. It's, it's a little bit suffocating. Like you just, you want to like, be able to be heard, be seen, explore, like I, like the, the exploration part of, of you and, and like learn, especially with what you do for a living, right? Like, I mean, you, you're, yeah. you're constantly caring for other people and it's demanding and that takes a certain energy and, you know, it's like you want to do things for you now. Yeah. Okay. The Absolutely. irony, yeah. Now the irony in all this is that the, the, the very, the biggest part of this mound that's causing the shutdown is actually the one thing that's coming from you. Like you're frustrated that he's not hearing you or not being heard, but then again, you're not talking. Right. So here's, here's the big question. What, and you experienced it on your birthday. So that, that's just a taste. Like what would happen if you actually started letting him in and talk to him? Do you think that that frustration would go down? Because from what you're saying, he, he's a people person. Like he, he, would, he, would, he wants to like have a relationship and more intimacy with you. I think it's just gotten frustrating because he doesn't always listen. It's almost like a superficial, a superficial listen. He doesn't really hear what I'm trying to say. Cause I've tried. Okay. At least I think I've tried. Um, and then it just doesn't stick. And have you told him that? Have you told him the frustration of when you say something that it doesn't feel like he listens? Like, do you, 
do you say I feel frustrated when I tell you something? Yeah. yeah. And it goes, well, I can't remember everything that you say or I have a lot going on. So, ah, okay. Yeah. So then it causes you to shut down more. Yeah. So it's that repeat. Okay, well, if you're not going to listen, then right. why should I talk? Have, has there been other points in your life where you tried to have a voice and talk and you were shut down in some capacity? Like, what was it yeah. like? Yeah. Like, tell me more about that. Like, maybe growing up or, I don't know, other experiences? Um, yeah. So in our family, it's, you know, very, it's from like an Asian background. So mm-hmm. um, my dad always had the say in everything. And mm. usually it's whatever he says goes. So mm-hmm. whenever I would try to talk, it didn't really matter. So it was almost like I would just bite my tongue and not really say anything. Ah, you mean kind of like the guy you're dating? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Funny yeah, how that yeah. happens, isn't it? I, I know. Um, so... And, and I've talked about this before, but just to kind of connect some things for you. And then, then let's talk about what to do about it. Because I think, I think we're on to something here for you. Mm-hmm. We always kind of gravitate towards our old tapes, our, our gremlins, right? I talk about that a lot. Um, things in the past that are familiar to us, even though they're not necessarily good for us or they could be good for It's just a familiar to us. And it's kind of the brain's way of almost trying to um, have a corrective experience around something that you've tried before. Remember in the beginning of the show, I was talking about like if you've had repeated failures on something that you've tried in the past, you shut down. And I think this is why you've been shutting down is that you keep encountering situations and people that's, that's familiar to you where your feelings don't matter. And then you'll try and you try to voice, you know, your opinion, but then in the end, it's kind of that, effect that you talked about with your dad and this guy that it really doesn't matter and what what they say goes mm-hmm. so first of all what does that feel like when I say that what are you thinking what are you feeling like you hit it right on <laughs> <laughs> what's the feeling that's attached to that See, this is, this is where I want you to start doing the work. You described what I did, right? But I haven't heard how you're feeling about what I'm saying. Um, confused, I guess. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What are you confused not about? Really, not really knowing how or what to do with yeah. that. Yeah. I've come to, I kind of like 
put those dots together before on my own. And then I was like, oh, I don't know what to do with that. And then kind of just put it under the rug with everything else. Yeah. (laughs) Collecting the dust. (laughs) My God, that mound must be huge. I want to come. I would like seriously want to come over there and vacuum it up. (laughs) Make it smooth. Just imagine, imagine a room with no friggin' lump in it and it's totally smooth. And then, so you're like the car that I was talking about in the beginning is that like, you'll try a little bit, you'll put a little fuel in it, you get shut down. So then you shut down and it's like, yeah, I know I should keep putting fuel in it, but it's just too much work. I don't know what to do. So it's easier. Like, like I'm just going to go to Japan or I'm going to travel. I'm going to work, you know, it's easier, (laughs) but you're running a mile a minute without fuel in the tank, without allowing people to give to you. And so let's talk about what to do about it, because I think this is where you're getting stuck. This is why I would like love to help you with this even further is that it, it, kind of like what we just did on the call right now is what I want you to keep practicing. You know, the first thing is to really access the feelings. I know you don't want to look at it. I know the rug is really gross, but (laughs) (laughs) as, as we just kind of uncovered, and this was only what a half hour of, of you and I talking, isn't there some relief like it wasn't there some relief actually telling your guy on your birthday how you felt and talking about some of this stuff even now? You feel a little bit of relief? Yeah. Okay, good. That's what I want you practicing. And you know, right now it may be really hard to do that with people because you you already said like there's something and we haven't even touched that that could be a whole other podcast about just like how then that shows up in your interpersonal communications with just strangers and people i think you Mm -hmm. just are walking around with this constant fear of being shut down and so for you it's easier to hold back does that feel right to you absolutely Okay. So what, what I want you to do, because the, the, the end goal is to be able to communicate and fill up your tank and, and release all that. But that's too big for you to think about right now. That's why you're shutting down. It's too big a goal. So the, I just would love for you, like while you're in Japan, although that's probably not the best place to practice now that I think about it. Because yeah, right? uh, do you speak Japanese? I don't. Uh, yeah, right. So here I am. Oh, go practice in Japan releasing. No, but you, you can, I think let's start with you just writing out. Do you ever journal or do you ever like um, talk into like, you know, like a recording, you know, that little thing on your phone, you can record your voice. Yeah. Um, I started to. You did. Awesome. Recently. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what I want you to do. Since we talked. Oh my God. I love that. See, I want you to see how powerful you are. We only had one call, what, for an hour, maybe it was a little over an hour and you already started shifting. Can you imagine the shifts that you'll make if you keep doing this? Like, Michelle, you got this. Like that, that thing that keeps like shutting you down, that's just dad shutting you down. Literally, he keeps pushing the button. 
Yeah. That's an old, that's such an old story. Like you are so not that little girl anymore and you're not living there anymore. And it's not that dad didn't love you or anything like that. He did his best. Like you indicated from the Asian culture, that's very common to not talk about feelings, right? Like it's just, it just Mm -hmm. wasn't something that was done in the household. But don't let dad keep pushing that, that button that that's shutting you down. You, you are, you, you can do this without that. And so I love that you're starting to like, at least write some things out. So here's what I want you to do. Either, I, I actually would love for you to practice doing it in the, um, like actually having your voice on a recording or even in a video. Video is even more powerful because you can see your face. Every day I want you to vlog or, or blog a feeling of the day. So you, you wake up or maybe it's at the end of the day, do it like consistently every day and just say, Hey, it's Monday. Um, and I'm feeling blank and then talk about what's causing you to feel that way. And by the way, it doesn't always have to be negative feelings. People always assume, Oh, when you talk emotion and feelings, it has to be negative. No, I want, I want to hear your passions. I mean, I think that's part of the shutdown too, why you're not connecting is that people aren't feeling mm-hmm. even what you're passionate about, what you like, what makes you tick. That's what, God, that's what draws us to one another. You know, people want to know yeah. more about you. And so, you know, I would practice just doing that ritually every day until you start finding your voice and you're hearing it reflect back. And then, you know, we'll take it to the next level where, you know, and you may even do that on your own with people. But I, I think the more you get like used to that, it'll start becoming more your language. What do you think about that? Yeah. It sounds like a good start. Okay, good, good, good. Um, and, yeah. yeah. What else? What were you going to say? I was going to say that I, my plan was on my 12-hour flight to Japan uh-huh. was to write out just different feeling words, like to even just identify feeling words instead yes. of being good. Just yeah. What is awesome. feeling? Mm-hmm. Yes, that's fantastic. And you know what? There are a ton of apps out there if you're into apps that um, will help you. Because I actually were like totally along the same wavelength here. Like, you know, it's almost like you're sitting down and you're learning Japanese, right? Before you go Mm -hmm. to the country, like learn the language of feelings. Um, Yeah. I am going to plug a book. I've talked about it a lot. It's called Emotional Intelligence 2.0 by Travis Bradbury. It's brilliant. And he goes over the emotional intelligence. And this is the other thing I thought would be really cool for you to do is take that test at the end that he gives. And, and you can see where you're at and just like a baseline in terms of your emotional intelligence. And he gives great exercises and ideas on how you can respond, how you can use your emotional intelligence to connect with people. Okay. I'll have to go pick that up. Yeah. Yeah. No, try, try the book, try the, you know, like, I love that. Just identifying your feelings, learn the vocabulary and every day find your voice, practice, fill your tank open up. And, you know, if you are so bold, 
start doing that with strangers where instead, you know, and, and I know this almost sounds goofy, but like when someone says, how are you? Who cares? Cause maybe you won't even see them again. Instead of saying, Oh, I'm great. Say, I'm actually really excited today. I just learned I'm going to Japan <laughs> and actually yeah. extend that because guess what? People will want to know more about that. And all of a sudden you'll find yourself in a conversation because you're allowing people in, you're allowing people in your life. Okay. That sounds like a, a good homework. <laughs> yes. I'm giving you homework right, right away. And I'm hoping we can continue offline at some point because I, I really, like, I'm excited for you. I think you got this. You know, you're on your way. The fact that you already started doing homework after our, that breakthrough call that we had is amazing mm -hmm. that you actually had the courage to talk to your guy about this stuff and know that you have the power, Michelle. It's, it's, I'm, I'm really excited for you. So let's end with, because everyone wants to hear this, like, first of all, did we clear out anything under that rug just now? Did we make it at least a little smaller? Yeah, you know how dust, you know how when you have to clean up, things get even dustier before it gets cleaner? Yes. Because you have to disrupt it? I think yes. that's what we're doing. Oh my God. I Folks, I did not train her to say that. You're brilliant. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then you let the dust clear, right? Because the, the air is kind of like murky and we're starting to yeah the shit out and you're getting clearer and I'm I'm super excited for you okay so just say one word now how you're feeling excited yay look at that see all the different feelings that we moved through and that's what I want everybody to know that you know you can go up and down in in terms of you know your feelings and that's okay that's what makes you human you don't always have to be high and you know if you're low all the time that's not good either just release it allow that dust to come out so it actually doesn't become dust that's the first thing <laughs> if you if you if you clear it out as it's happening it'll never get to be that big mound and you'll never have the dust so anyway michelle thank you so much for coming on being vulnerable and actually having your voice in front of thousands of people <laughs> So, forgot about that part. <laughs> yeah, see that? And keep doing that. Like when you're talking to strangers or in your relationship, forget forget that anybody else is listening. Just just shoot from the heart. You can do it. So, thank anyway, you. thank you. Thanks for joining today, Michelle. And this has been the Charisma Quotient. I'm your host, Kim Seltzer, and remember you can build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. And if you are looking to have a breakthrough, just like Michelle did first on our first call or even here, right here on the show, make sure you sign up for a free coaching session with me by clicking the link provided in the show description. And stay tuned until next week with more tips on how to feel and look fabulous every day.